Welcome once again, fans. It's time to run the bases. I'm Tucker Wells, joined, as always, by Coach Jordan Bounds. Coach, 2014's almost over. Happy New Year to you. I'm going to call it right now. Happy, Happy New, Year. New Year, Tucker. Yeah, what are you looking forward to in 2015? What do you hope to accomplish? Where do you want to go? Who do you want to see? <laughs> oh, main, uh, I, my main objective is to take my granddaughter to Italy. Really? Yes, that's right. my main objective of the next year. That sounds nice, man. I'd send me a postcard. I look right. forward to that. Well, we'll it. it's been quite a year in uh, the baseball world. And uh, coming up uh, in a week, we've got the Hall of Fame vote. So let's talk some Hall of Fame. Uh, who's getting in? Uh, well, who's getting in? Uh, uh, Pedro and Randy Johnson, sure bets. I, I don't think there's any question whatsoever. They're in... Uh, I mean, nobody gets in unanimously, uh, but they're like just like Mad Dog last year. They're right there. I think Smoltz should get in. Uh, now, that's three people already. Biggio was on the cusp last year. Uh, so, I mean, he should be getting in. That's four. I, I don't remember when the last time four people got into the Hall of Fame at once. Um, so, I mean, you know, it's hard to say. I um, Real quick, how does the voting work now? Because isn't it this year we're going to know? We're going to know who voted for whom? Uh, I, I think it is revealed this year. And uh, I think there's still 10 you're allowed uh, these... Uh, the voters are still allowed ten. There was a movement to make them uh, to make twelve be uh, possible on the voting list. I don't think that's a good idea. I could go over that in a minute. Um, but uh, if it is revealed, that should help uh, some of the more um, substantial candidates like Smoltz. Uh, Mainly because of the steroid people, uh, you know, all of the PED use and uh, where you have people hanging on from that. And that coupled with the people who are voting that really shouldn't be voting, people that are not cognizant of what's going on in baseball anymore. How is it that there are those out there that remain in the writers, the baseball writers association, yet they don't cover baseball anymore? Because once they did for 10 years, they're in. And there's no, even though they're not currently, they still get to hold it. It's like a... From my understanding, they're in for life from that point on. It's like a pension and... Right. And so you could have somebody that covered baseball for... From his 20s to his 30s, and then is now in his 60s, who's living in Prague, uh, and the only sport that he's really interested in is luge. Uh, and, <laughs> and what uh, a sport it is. Uh, and so really doesn't follow the game anymore. I mean, that's an extreme example. But I mean, there are people that are in that kind of realm. Yeah. So... Um, Likewise, there are people that are not writers of baseball, like uh, Vin Scully. You know, who who knows more who should be in the Hall of Fame than Vin Scully? Who has covered baseball more than Vin Scully? But he doesn't have a vote. Yeah, that just seems criminal, and we've talked about that before. Well, do you think that um, 
given that the uh, we'll talk about this for a moment that the uh, ballots are revealed as to who voted for whom that we might see a unanimous this year. No, no, you don't. Yeah. I mean, a Randy Johnson, Pedro don't. It's, yeah, they don't fit the qualifications. You know, if if Randy Johnson gets a perfect vote, you know, then that means Greg Maddox should have had a more than perfect vote. Uh, I agree. Yeah. So Johnson, Pedro, automatic. You think Smoltz and Biggio are should be, um, and you think that that's too many. You don't see what was the no, largest no, 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 Hall no, of Fame class. No, 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 I don't think uh, I, the largest Hall of Fame class. I believe. Well, no, uh, there was a class in the '80s, I believe, that had the last of the Negro League stars that went in. That was, I think, it was a class that included Souter. Uh, it was Hill and Grant and Cooper and Mendez and Mackey and Torrienti and. Uh, no, no, no. Who? Uh, Taylor and Suttles. All of these people went in the same years as Souter. That was the last of the uh, the Negro League stars that went in. That was uh, recently, though. Yeah, it was, that was it, within it, a few years ago. I, I believe well, it was in yeah. the '80s. Uh, no, I wouldn't say recently. I mean, depending on what you determine as recent, maybe the early '90s. I don't know, but it was. Oh, okay. Uh, it wasn't. Um, I mean, we we are. 2014 well no i thought that there were there wasn't there a cardinals pitcher just a few years ago that he was like the only person to get elected from the active committee and then the special committee put in a bunch of negro league players i seem to remember this is recently and like buck o'neill got left off and buck o'neill even though he was the only living one uh i i i the last the last uh the uh Last Negro League player, I think that went in was Mule Settles. Uh, but I mean, that was just all, all in the same year. There, uh, there hasn't been a another Negro League player that went in since that whole group of them went in that year. And I, I'm not saying anything that they shouldn't have been. I, I don't mean to imply that. But uh, and Souter went in that same year. Well, who else you got this year that you think deserves it? All right, if I'm voting, first of all. Voting right now for the Hall of Fame is so tempered by the PED use. Uh, the how do you vote for these people? How do you uh, how how do you say Barry Bonds or Clemens should be in? In uh, I mean, and there are people that are just under suspicion. Uh, people like Piazza because he had back acne. Uh, and uh, Bagwell because of comments that he said, but they were never accused. I mean, they were never... Uh, they didn't have any hard evidence. No, no hard evidence against like any of them. The uh, the ones brought in with, front of Congress back yeah, in the mid-2000s. I mean, Palmero is uh Yeah, he won't be not, making it. He's not no. on the lot. Uh, he's not on the list anymore. Uh, McGuire and Sosa still are, probably for the last year. Uh, the, uh, what I would do is I would take all of the people that are suspected of PED use that have no convictions against them. The Mitchell report, uh, they were not, uh, found guilty of any testing. They didn't admit to anything, uh, in a secondary thing. Um, the, and in that sense, and right now I'm talking about Piazza and Bagwell. I put them 
uh, in the back. I, 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 I wouldn't vote on them till the last year of eligibility. Right now, it's been like 10 years for Bagwell. Uh, you know, he has five years before he's eligible, and it's uh, four or five years now since that time he's been on the ballot. Uh, but when we get down to his last year of eligibility, if he has not, if nothing has come up, then put him on. Uh, mm-hmm. There's no doubt that Bagwell should be there. Piazza, the greatest hitting uh, catcher of all time. Uh, you know, just because he has back acne, that's not a reason to keep him out of the Hall of Fame. Uh, so if nothing, never, Piazza never looked like a superhero. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I think so. I mean, mm. uh, I never remember that. I, I, do, I don't. I, don't, uh, I never saw him playing for the Dodgers or the Mets and thought, wow, he just what didn't a ginormous have, person. His uniform wasn't as tight as Sammy Sosa's. Ah, That's, gotcha. uh, but, My bad. Uh, I've been duped. How yeah. dare they? Well, no, I'm not saying, you know. I guess I'm not voting for him now. I'm not saying that Sosa <laughs> shouldn't, you know, uh, didn't do steroids or uh, didn't do anything like that. I'm just saying that there's no evidence against him. Until there is hard evidence uh, against them, uh Give them the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to keep Bagwell and Piazza out until their last year of eligibility. That said, my first three, in order of, uh, in order of, what I believe is their, uh, how they should be in the Hall of Fame, uh, is Pedro, Johnson, and Smoltz, uh, three pitchers that way. Uh, I don't know how you could say anything against Pedro. Uh, I don't know how you say anything against any of the three of them. Biggio is number four for me. Uh, five, uh, I would have Piazza and I would have Bagwell if I was able to put them. I would have them as five and six. If, But I'm going to hold them out until the last year of eligibility, until there is no doubt well, at least there is no public doubt about their use of PEDs. Uh, but then I would have Tim Raines. Tim Raines. Much love for Tim Raines. And Tim Raines. Professional not, hitter, Tim Raines. Oh, Tim. And just professional ball player. Great oh, base runner. Oh, yeah. Highly underrated base runner, I feel. But anyway. uh, Then after that, uh, the I'm going to have somebody who's not going to get in, Alan Trammell. Uh, and the... The greatest, one of the greatest, uh, I don't know what you could say, uh, plus points for Alan Trammell, Cal Ripken, and I don't think there's any doubt that Cal Ripken is a Hall of Fame shortstop. He told his brother, Billy Ripken, once, who was going to watch a Tiger game before Billy Ripken had made the major leagues. And he said, you know, after you've had a few beers Watch Alan Trammell, not me. Watch Alan Trammell play shortstop. That's the way a shortstop should play. Now, if a if Cal Ripken is saying that Alan Trammell is the image of a shortstop, that's pretty much that. That's a pretty good. Uh, that's not bad. Yeah, I mean, you can you can put that on the cover of the DVD, right? Uh, but I would have Alan Trammell there, and he's not going to get in. Another one, uh, my next vote for somebody who won't get in is Fred McGriff. 
and he won't get in because of the steroid era. And uh, and it's a shame because he was one of the things I look for, uh, one of the, the requirements for a Hall of Famer is that he should have been one of the best in his position for five years in Major League Baseball. Fred McGriff was certainly one of the best five power hitters for way more than five years. Yeah. You know, and uh, just because he played during the steroid era and was such a good, unassuming guy, uh, you know, he doesn't get the press that he should. Uh, now, the t- where, where were where are his greatest years, in your opinion? Probably uh, in Canada, not uh, not in Atlanta. They, I mean, Atlanta and San Diego were both big, but I think his best years were in Canada. Yeah. Uh, now, another one that won't get it is Edgar Martinez. Uh, he is not going to get in, uh, and because so much of his career was as a DH and there is this prejudice against the DH, which I kind of understand. I do too, but you got Paul Molitor went in. Oh, I, right, I feel right, as right. that yeah. was kind of like kicking open the door for the DH. There you go. There you go. Yeah. Uh, and how and, long? Edgar's and, only been retired now. And well, if you actually, want, and if I, I think Edgar was uh, more influential than Paul Molitor. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree entirely. Uh, I mean, you know, when you put the two of them together. My ninth person would be Mike Mussina. Uh, and uh, Moose was a player that I never really liked, you know. Uh, but uh, his, uh, you can't go beyond the stats. You look at his stats and everything, and they're there. Now, that if I could, if I had to put in ten players, I probably would put in Lee Smith uh, before anybody else, uh, but not really. Now, first of all, there are thirty-four people on the ballot this year. Thirty-four uh, former major leaguers on the ballot. And each writer can only vote for ten. Right? Only can vote for ten. Gotcha. And uh, now. There are 11 or so that I'm going to knock out right away. Uh, Jermaine Dye, Jason Schmidt, Tom Gordon, Rich Aurelia, Brian Giles, Darren Erstad, Tony Clark, Aaron Boone, Eddie Godaro, uh, Tony, uh, Troy Percival, Cliff Floyd. A lot of the, those are good ball players. Cliff Floyd I really liked. But these are not Hall of Famers. No. I'm going to knock them out right away. Uh, I'm going to knock out McGuire and Sosa. Uh, because if you're doing something, I mean, you know, people say they're trying to compare uh, the 60s use of greenies versus steroids. Greenies didn't make you superhuman. Uh, and, yeah, yeah. jumpstart the, the, the downhill of the... They didn't take the twilight and turn it to the sunrise. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So McGuire and Sosa out of there, and I don't think there's any question with that. Yeah. Uh, so that leaves, other than the, the nine that I mentioned, Bonds and Clemens. I'm going to knock them out right away. I'll never vote for the two of them. Right. Uh, there is the 
uh, clause about being good humans, you know. Yeah, there's that's a, in there, and and so I'm knocking the two of them out by the, virtue of that. Yeah, the social responsibility, and of course we've argued uh, the point of that. Then you know, if you wanted to go revisionist on who's already in the Hall of Fame, Ty Cobb is not the most right, outstanding right, right. human being that ever lived, but but maybe the best baseball player. Correct. Uh, the, so. Uh, but there, more more so the 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 the, the uh, yeah the the mythos is that you're a, a ambassador to the game first, and that's what's judged first, and yeah. So so if we knock out all of these people, the Bonds, Clemens, uh, McGuire, Sosa, the Die Schmidt, Gordon, et cetera, et cetera, we're left with seventeen players. All right, now of those seventeen, uh, Gary Sheffield uh, early this year, real heavy. Uh, he's got to be there with me with Bagwell and Piazza, in that you're going to have to. He's going to have to go till the end to show that he didn't do. Uh, he wasn't juiced and uh, doing all the steroids. He was uh, training with Bonds for so many years. Well, yeah, and, and Bonds threw him under the bus, though. I remember this. Sheffield was, you know, was nabbed for using the cream and the clear. Right, right. So, so there's so, that. There so is, he's there is out. More, more he's smoke gone. for him than. Than the re- than some of those others, but no more Garcia Parr. Uh, didn't play long enough. Nah. Uh, he had a couple of Hall of Fame years in a otherwise good major league career. He's not there for me. Uh, Carlos Delgado. I need to investigate it more. He had a lot of home runs. That's all I know. Yeah, uh, he's not in this year. He's not there. Maybe in another year, I'll investigate more. But this year, I don't see it happening. And I can't. I couldn't tell you. All I remember is the home runs. I couldn't tell you when he had that that those great a great stretch of all around season. He eh, was so. in Canada again. You know those people in Canada. Uh, <laughs> Larry Walker. Uh, too much of it. All right. Two parts. Uh, a. He spent his great years were in Colorado before the humidor, uh, and B, uh, he was injured too much. Uh, a great ball player when he played, no doubt about it. But I just it's not Hall of Fame to me. Don Mattingly, ah, uh, no Don, love for Donnie baseball. No, he was a great ball. No, he was a very good ball player who played for New York. If he played in. St. Louis, if he played in Oakland, do you think there's any question whether he's getting in the Hall of Fame? No. There's all, the only question is because he played for New York. That's true. Although, if I may just give him some love on that he is credited with owning an era of Yankees history, which is now in a, a dire question mark with Jeter gone. You know, he, he owned an era of, there was the Mattingly era um with the Yankees and that's worth something you know you can put that on a plaque somewhere I guess just not one in Cooperstown anyway yeah all right uh uh, agree no Mattingly moving on Jeff Kent uh a uh Jeff Kent fine second baseman uh, again I mean you know the more home runs than anybody at second base ever you know there are things to look at a whole uh, a uh MVP uh, yeah. There are things to look at with Kent. Maybe in another year, uh, where there aren't so many qualified people, I'll look at Kent with more, um, you know, with more seriousness. Lee Smith, just big Lee Smith, uh, and I'm not against closers getting in, uh, but 
I when Wagner and uh, Mariano and uh, all these people become Hoffman. yeah I mean become eligible I'm all for them but I I just don't see Lee Smith uh, no the uh, the uh, and maybe because the Braves just knocked him up pretty good uh, <laughs> you know and that maybe personal that's personal biased. It. Oh, well, it may be. I mean, it's just that I saw him, you know, getting beat too many times. Uh, all right, Kurt Schilling. Um, if it gets down to Kurt Schilling or Mike Mussina, I'm taking Mike Mussina. Uh, and the two of them are on the cusp type of, uh, you know, they're going to be my ninth or tenth picks at any time. Schilling just doesn't, hasn't amassed the lifetime numbers that I see in a Hall of Famer. Yeah, uh, and Kurt Schilling, and I don't like him, you know, and that adds to it. I recognize that. I don't really yeah. care about Mussina. In a lot of ways, Kurt Schilling is like the Robert Ori of baseball. You know, all right, I'll see that. Yeah, he, he was there. He was he was always there in huge moments. And who's ever going to forget '04 and his and not just you know the the the, the sutured tendon experimental surgery bloody sock so on and so forth but it was his brazen joe namath he's also he's a joe namath too he's he's the he's the guy calling out the yankees in 2001 and once again 2004 and you know he's caught on camera calling the red Sox of 04 the greatest red Sox team ever and you know so on and so forth and but yeah you look at the whole picture and it's like well that's great, but you're kind of Robert Orr. You know? I'll agree with a lot of what you said, but I'm not going to say I'm not going to agree that he's Joe Namath. Well, okay, but you know he's got the Joe Namath moment. You know that the oh, you know because okay. like yeah, you know you ask you ask somebody to describe you know Bart Starr, or, uh, Johnny Unitas, and you can talk about years and years and years. You ask any common football fan about Joe Namath. They'll talk about guaranteeing winning Super Bowl three. Yes, can he just average everyday baseball fan about Kurt Schilling? They'll say, oh yeah, he was the. You know, they'll say the bloody sock, and then they might just leave it there. You know, you're not going to hear the reverence of a Mariano Rivera or you know, John Smoltz even. Right. You know, I think commoner baseball fans know more about John Smoltz's uh, full career than Schilling. I, you know, between ni- 1993 and you know 2000. I don't. I don't know what Schilling did in Philadelphia. You know, I don't. I don't have it in memory. He comes from Baltimore, goes to Houston, Philadelphia. You know, he's all over the place. Uh, yeah, but wasn't he with Philadelphia from, from for the longest stretch? Like certainly the '93 World Series appearance. He had a really great postseason that year, and then I I, then could, I couldn't tell you. Where you he couldn't tell was. me if you can't tell me, then he's not a Hall of Famer. So <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it's official. So <laughs> yeah. All right. So, so, uh, so that settles it. Hall of Fame. Who and, and now, who who is getting in? In your opinion, I think uh, I think we may have a record year where we may have four people get in: uh, Pedro, Randy, uh, Smoltz, and Biggio. Yeah, and that would be tremendous. I think that's. Uh, I am going to renew my membership to the. Hall of Fame, so I can get one of the inner seats for the Hall of Fame ceremony uh, if Smoltz is uh, is inducted this year. Really? Yes. Wow. Just just for that reason. Just for Smoltz. 
Yeah, well, it'll. I can't say I disagree with any of that. I would do the same. Yeah, I mean, it's a matter of you know, eighty bucks. You know, and I'll get a few magazines. You know, from the so with uh, let's just call it. Let's say Smoltz is in, which I too hope for and have a strong feeling they will be. Um, will you be doing a similar voyage this summer? The summer of twenty fifteen. I hope to. Yeah, and and with the same company, your son or. I hope Maybe so. I don't, know if the... I don't know if he'll be able to get off at the time or whatever. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll look forward to it. January 6th coming up here, and we'll certainly have a lot to talk about after it's all said and done. So um, so looking back on 2014 uh, in the baseball world, what do you remember the most? What are you going to remember the most personally about 2014? I have a feeling I know this answer. Hmm, I, I haven't even thought about this answer uh what i would baseball 2014 monet davis yeah yeah all right and i don't think you were expecting that no i wasn't uh i was gonna say the hall of fame ironically enough well all right for me yes uh but for the game itself i think uh monet davis uh was more of a positive for baseball than uh any uh aspect any other aspect of the game i i think all of these awards that are coming down on Bumgardner right now is like the ap uh, male sportsman of the year the uh, uh the sports illustrated sportsman of the year this is wrong i'm sorry tim howard was the american sportsman of the year uh the I can't even see a comparison. Uh, there were all sorts of people that were uh, into the uh, World Cup team that had, were, had no interest in sports whatsoever. It was all because of Tim Howard. Uh, it wasn't, you know, there wasn't any other soccer player on the uh, American team that uh, had that kind of visibility. Uh, Bumgardner kind of. Uh, he he held the nation per se for a week. Uh, you know, Bumgardner changed a lot of people. Uh, I mean, not Bumgardner. I mean, uh, the uh, Donovan changed a lot of people. Not Donovan. Howard. Uh, Howard changed a lot I'll of people. I'll help you out here. Uh, Donovan <laughs> didn't even make the team. No, um, but that changed people. Most notably, Landon Donovan. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I mean, and you know. Uh, as much of a baseball fan, I think that's wrong. But yeah, I, I would agree too. You know, especially in a Monet year. Davis, so kick ass. Yeah, you go, girl. Oh yeah, I mean, if you're gonna just talk sports in general, you know, after Monet Davis, there's to me Kawhi Leonard. I mean, you know, there's uh, uh, Richard Sherman, um, but not on the level of Tim Howard. I gotta go with you on that. That's or, or and certainly Monet Davis. You know, Monet Davis transcended her sport. More oh, than yeah. anybody else, and so did Tim Howard. Yeah. I mean, you know, uh, I don't think that Bum Gardner did. He had a great series, no doubt about it. The greatest series that I can remember, yeah, uh, really that I can remember. Uh, I mean, you know, I, you look back; it's not quite a, what Christy Mathewson did in 1909 or something like that. Uh, yeah. The uh, but it was a tremendous series. Uh, I'm not certain that you can say that that was greater than what uh, the uh, you know the lefty in Los Angeles did. You know, Kershaw. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't. Yeah. 
you know, I don't, I don't see how, you know, yeah. he, he didn't have a good uh, postseason. No, and I actually, that's kind of a moment for me. You know, when I look back on 2014 in the baseball realm and, and looking at the, the 2014 season in Major Because League he baseball. doesn't have a good seventh inning, that he blows it out, then because the Dodgers don't have a bullpen that they can go to, uh, that doesn't take away anything from him. Oh, no, certainly not. No, I mean, you, the, the Giants had the, 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 the weapons that knew what to do on top of all things, and one of uh, slowly becoming one of the greatest managers of all time, if not already, in uh, Bochi. But that being said... Um, greatest manager of all one time? One of. I did not say okay. greatest. I did not say greatest. And we can actually review this. So. Mm-hmm. One of, though. <laughs> um, maybe top ten. Maybe that's I, what, I'm, I what think we're he's thinking. Really good manager. I don't even know. Right, how about greatest postseason? Well, Would you believe? I think John <laughs> McGraw is probably in there somewhere. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, anyway, uh, of modern era, whatever. Bochy's a really good manager. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I don't and better than that. Don Mattingly. And so when it when the when the <laughs> Giants were there and the Dodgers were there, look who look who had the better time of it. Um, that being said, weird that the season started in Sydney, Australia. I remember this. Yeah. yeah. Baseball at whatever two in the morning was was certainly. Did you watch awkward. that game? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> of course. Mm, okay. I'm a. I was a night owl to boot at that point in time. Um, and then what was great was like the game two started at four p.m., which was actually like ten p.m. or I don't know whatever. Um, but that was certainly odd. Uh, the Hall of Fame was incredible. Um, the speeches were as expected, but, and, and of those speeches, I remember Bobby's the most. Um, uh, but I, I, if I had one word to sum it, I would say old school, you know, the, uh, the, the, the story of the Royals and their small ball tactics. That's old school. The big country, you know, Madison Bumgarner, just give me the ball and I'm going to go throw it, you know, with ridiculous command and whatnot. But he, that was old school. That's an old school move, you know? Um, and I liked it. I liked that a lot. I, I've never been a fan of the sabermetric era. Um, so I was happy to see that. So, you know, in Cooperstown during the, uh, hall of fame ceremonies, there was a hotel right in the middle of Cooperstown, which is like prime. And it was for all of the sabermetrics people. Really? Yeah. That's sad. Um, uh, you know, <laughs> what it's worth. Huh? Right. So, um, uh, with the uh, spring training now, mere uh, what is it, month and a half away? Pitchers and catchers, yeah, yeah, yeah. can't wait. Uh, the big, the big moves left to be made in the uh, off season. Uh, let's start with Max Scherzer. Where, where, when, and where is he going to end up? Yankees. All right, so we're back to the Yankees. We were on Tigers for a minute. You think I that think that's he, gone? Now? I think he's going to end up a Yankee because I think the Tigers would rather have David Price. You long term, yes. do you think that that extension happens this off season? Mm, I couldn't say. Yeah, uh, any real definitive statement on my part. Oh yeah, it's with pins and needles. Um, do you think the uh, Padres will get this this new uh, buzz about Cole Hamels? You see yes, Cole- I think Cole Hamels going to end up a Padre. What do you think about the Padres now, just overall? I mean, they're by far. The, I between... think the Padres are going to be a tremendous disappointment. I yeah. think they're going to have an outfield that strikes out four hundred times. Uh, <laughs> if four hundred times, easy. It's like uh, the Braves West. Yeah, I and I think 
they're just not going to get on base enough. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, and people just aren't looking at that. And uh, I, you know, maybe it's because I've been seeing this for too much the last couple of years. I don't know. But I, um, I would like to see the Padres do well, uh, but I, I just don't see it. Yeah. Got great pitching, though. That always helps. So. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And then um, uh, uh, as far as Braves, our, our local team, um, how do you feel about the Braves at this moment in time? I mean, happy about all the moves. Justin Upton gone. Certainly happy about that. Yeah. Uh, yes and no. I I don't know. We right now our best two pitching prospects are people that we've acquired in trades. Uh, we our bull our farm system had been decimated because it was left in the hands of an inept Frank Wren's son, uh, and he you know somebody who said you you don't draft anybody. Uh, lower nobody lower than the third round makes anything. You know, a few people like Tony Gwynn and Ted Williams and stuff. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the just in an, an incredibly the whatever you want to say about Frank Wren, his son being in charge of our farm system uh, or the Braves farm system was a lot worse than anything that Frank Wren ever did. And so now we're trying to restock the farm system. And I think that uh, that Hart has done a good job of that uh, for what he's had possible. Uh, the uh, Some of the signs, Grilly and Brzezinski and stuff, seem a little suspect. You know, like, what are we, you know, uh, Jim Johnson, you know? Uh, but they're... They're stopgap measures until 2017, and I think that by 2017, uh, the Braves should be a, a very solid contender again. Uh, we're not touching the core. Uh, just like the Yankees of the 90s, we have a core. We have the best reliever in baseball. We have the best fielding person in baseball at shortstop <laughs> we have a great first baseman uh and we have a a good uh, a solid number one in Tehran uh as a starter that's a core four that you can build around and uh we're not touching that we are adding to it in a with uh depth that we need to do and beyond Freddie's hitting, what a great first baseman fielding. Oh, he no, no he doesn't have a whole lot of range. No, uh, but man, the stretch he can scoop anything. He, uh, yeah, but he doesn't have a whole lot of range. So as a fielder, I'm going to give him fifty fifty. Well, I enjoy it, but you're right. Yeah, it's a it's a very nice score four. Front end, back end, defense, and hitting, each represented in one of the four. So yeah. I, I'm not. So what the Braves have done. Uh, yeah, there, there's a lot of question. Uh, the going and getting this obscure Cuban uh, backup outfielder, Dion Toscanano, you know, uh, Toscano or whatever his name is. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's a, uh, that's a, an odd move. Uh, the, uh, uh, 
you know, the outfielder from Baltimore, that in itself is somewhat of an odd move. Uh, but um, I, I don't have any pro- – you know, I'm going to believe in Hart because I believe in Sherholtz, and Sherholtz is like totally into Hart. You know, uh, Hart did okay uh, taking the mistake at the lake and in a couple of years making it ready for Jacobs Field. Uh, and he did things like put a no-glove power-hitting outfielder in left field like Albert Bell, real similar to Evan Gaddis uh, playing left field. Uh, the uh, preparing for uh, a slick-fielding double-play combination uh, that could be very similar to Pereira and, Sim- and Simmons. Uh, there are a lot of things, you know, uh, what he did in Cleveland, what he did in Texas. Uh, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. You know, he's a Hall of Famer in himself. Let him do what he can. All right. Well, as do I, I will give him the benefit of the doubt. And if you had to call it right now, where are our beloved hometown Atlanta Braves uh, finishing at the end of 2015? Mm-hmm. Where, where do you see them contending in the, in the, rank, in the stands? Fourth. Fourth. Okay. <laughs> They're going to be, be uh, Washington wins, uh, and then I see the Marlins being an, a wild card in second, and the Mets with their pitching is going to be third, Braves are fourth. All right. Well, to the future. But I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that, too. Well, Coach, thank you. Great 2014. Look forward to seeing you again in 2015. Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to all you all out there listening on SoundCloud and iTunes. Uh, Be sure to follow us on Twitter and like the page on Facebook. And we'll be coming right back with uh, our special on literature and baseball. And Coach, thanks so much. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Coming into home safe.